This is Dr. What, Dr. Where, Stories of Rural Medicine. It's the podcast exploring what it's like to live, work and train in rural medicine across regional Victoria. This series, we're looking at ways you can take your professional practice to a new level, no matter where your career is at. Even if it's yet to begin, we'll be bringing you valuable insights from a whole range of voices in regional medicine. And throughout this podcast, we've heard from doctors all over regional Victoria that training and practicing in rural health lets them get more hands-on experience. Combining that with the AMA Victoria's Emerging Leader Program is a brilliant combination to establish your early career. That's what Dr. Tang Dao is doing. He's currently an intern at La Trobe Regional Hospital and has just wrapped up the first stage of the Emerging Leader Program. As a junior doctor, he's in a leadership role right from the start in healthcare. So the skills he's developing through this program not only set a solid foundation for the rest of his career, but also empowers him to apply them right from the start with things like feedback and patient advocacy. I really appreciate Monash Rural Health for sponsoring this program to junior doctors working in a regional area in Bendigo in Gippsland. This program really came to me by chance I did not know this program till I heard from one of my consultants sending the emails around advertising about this program. And I feel that, oh, I really need to improve my leadership. And this program is great for me. It's just exactly what I want. So I signed up for that. And I really enjoy it at the end. It's really worth it. You're in the middle of the program right now. So how does it fit around everything else you've got to do as an early career doctor? It helps me so much because as an early career doctor, I'm more like at the lower bottom in my career and there are a lot of demands on my role. So I have to know the patients the best in my team because all the other more senior doctors, they have to review many other patients as well. So I have to know my patients really well. I have to work with many other healthcare workers at the same time. So working with nurses, working with the allied health and working with the patient family, for example. And I also have demands in terms of my study and also have to fit into the culture or the values of the organization as well. And I feel that if without training, a lot of these demands can become a source of stress for early career doctors or healthcare providers in general. And I think that this program really transitioned me from just graduating from uni to getting used to all of these demands and pressures at work and fit into my role and do my role well. This program has helped me a lot in that way. And for example, it's been very well mentioned that to change someone's habit will take up to 18 months, which is a long time. But I feel that as long as this program provides me like a vision of what I am expected at the organization or expected from other colleagues at work, I can fit in better in that vision, in the expectation. So all of the skills and the content of this program has really helped with that transition from medical school into the workforce. Yes, absolutely. So medical school has helped us a lot in terms of building up our clinical skills uh, and knowledge, but transitioning from uni to the real work environment requires much more than clinical knowledge. For example, we have to learn how to handle nurses' requests or how to work with other teams, how to get proper communication. And so it requires much more than just clinical knowledge. It's also about communication skills, teamwork, uh, leadership as well. 
And this program, as I have mentioned, it does provide some more understanding about the expectations on us. Just throughout the program, I talked to Anna, who is the, the leader of this program. Like before, I used to feel very anxious about talking to the nurses, like try to make good relationships, avoid creating a toxic culture at work. But at the same time, if I see someone make an error, I have to give feedback to them. And I feel very nervous before. But after this program, I, I had confidence to stood up and give feedback to the nurses or to my senior doctors or doctors in other teams as well. Being more assertive, but at the same time, not being too aggressive or creating a toxic environment. I feel so much more comfortable now. And this is a great example of communication skills that are more comfortable in leading in, in the workplace environment. I'm more comfortable in speaking up. And this is what this program is great about. It helps me be more comfortable. You've had great experience developing communications and feedback skills. Has that been something that you've sought out or has that sort of come along naturally in the course of doing this program? At the beginning of this program, it's, it's not that all of us lack communication skills and this program gives us some tips about communication. This program is not about building up all the skills, but I think the main purpose of, of this program is to make us more comfortable and understand the expectation on us. Uh, for example, before, like my communication skill might be the same, but I just feel so much more nervous and less confident in speaking up in raising questions or opinions at a team level or an organization level to a greater extent. But after this program, I feel so much more confident in raising that up. And of course, it does give me some tips on better communication, effective communication as well, but it's not the main purpose of this program. But it's just about how to continually experience in a real workplace culture and to debrief the experience again with the group in the program and get suggestions from, from the groups on how to improve what language I should use to improve further and what are some other strategies to help me resolve the issues in that experience or situation. For example, getting back to that feedback example again, I felt so much more nervous before as I told you, but Dr. Anna said that sometimes it is worth to give feedback several times until a person is aware that they have to improve on that area. She consolidates my experience. For example, she said that you've done the right choice in finding the right place in right time to give the person the feedbacks just so that they feel psychologically safe as well, um, rather than being offended from my feedback. So this program has consolidated my experience and adding some more suggestion on how to improve them further. And it builds up my habits over time, over the 18 months that we, that we mentioned, until I become so much more comfortable now. So developing those feedback skills, has that come along naturally in the course of doing the program? Or is that something you specifically sought out to try and develop? It is included as part of the program's content. It's not just specifically about feedback. So there were about four different sessions during this program spreading out through several weeks. One session was about leadership in general. What does leadership mean and how can we lead effectively and how to build up our connections? We have to be aware of self-care and our connections before we can lead anyone else. And then there was one session about giving feedback, as we said, and communication, leading other people, or leading inside a small team. And there was another session about leading in an organization, as in how to understand the organization's policies and all the stakeholder in the organizations. So this program is very comprehensive in that way. And giving feedback is just one of the content. And to be honest, at the end, 
when we finish this program, I feel that all content of this program is very helpful for early career doctors in many ways, because from this level on, we are always expected to lead in some way. And the more senior we get, the more leadership we have to get involved. So it just gets harder and harder. <laughs> and this program is a great preparation for our leadership in the future. It sounds like it's been great to develop those leadership skills. Are there any other aspects within your training journey thus far where you've managed to apply or benefit from what you've learned in this program? I've actually done a bit of patient advocacy recently. For example, a patient who is quite unwell and has been declined for review by some of the other teams as well. And at some point, I had to step up and I became a bit more assertive. I also talked to my consultant, talking to the nurse in charge and the care coordinator at the hospital as well. So all the people of interest to have give a more consistent message onto that team. And that team agreed to review the patient. And now the patient has improved. Everyone is on the same page, which is great. That's just one of the examples of how this program has helped building up my leadership skills. And in return, I'll try to use my leadership skills for the good purpose of advocating for the patient and safety in patient care as well. And I think it really helped me a lot. Do you have any advice for medical students or junior doctors who are looking at a program like this to develop their leadership skills? I would say that just make the most use of it. <laughs> so for any students or early career doctors, if they got an opportunity to get involved in this program or any similar programs, I highly encourage them to just be proactive and join into the program. Even within the program, just be proactive and always speak up, contribute to the group discussion because it's always good for group discussion and good for us as well as we get feedback from the group and from the moderator as well. Just be proactive in participating in any opportunities or programs that come to us. Like I didn't know about this program at the beginning until I read the emails sent out by a consultant. And I think it's really worth it. Thanks for listening. You can find out more about the study and training opportunities across regional Victoria by heading to monash.edu forward slash medicine forward slash rural dash health. This episode was part of a series of conversations with doctors in regional Victoria. There's more episodes available which focus on a wide range of medical specialties. We're available anywhere you find good podcasts. The Northwest Victoria and Gippsland Regional Training Hubs have commissioned this podcast to help medical students and junior doctors learn more about training and practicing medicine in regional Australia. There are hubs all across the country. To find out where your nearest regional training hub is, visit the link in the episode show notes or just search regional training hubs. This podcast was brought to you by Monash Rural Health, edited by Emily Crawford and presented by Patrick Laverick. That's me. And it was made possible by funding from the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program at the Commonwealth Department of Health.